Hello everyone, this is Coffee Chug, and I am so excited to bring to you this next episode on the Living on the Edge of Chaos podcast series. Take a little spin from introducing and talking with authors and some other people, and this time talking with students, which has been a big push for me lately. With this particular episode, I'd like to introduce um, a student who I've had the luxury of teaching and working with for five years. And the goal of this podcast and future podcasts with students is to showcase the students who have the mindset, the skill set, and the entrepreneurial spirit to go out and make something happen in the world that they live in. And so I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoy talking with my awesome student, Dennis. And I hope that you enjoy the music. All the intros and music that you hear in this podcast, the future podcast, all come from him unless stated otherwise. And I hope you reach out to him. Maybe we can get some connections or collaboration. That's something that he doesn't ask for. But as I put the final touches on this podcast, I think it would be amazing if other students or other classes or a music or tech lab, we could connect and uh, maybe do some collaboration with music. Because unfortunately, I know very little when it comes to the music that Dennis creates that we're going to talk about here today. So here it is, Living on the Edge of Chaos, episode number 10. Please sit back and enjoy. I look forward to your feedback, thoughts, ideas, and I hope that you reach out to not only me, but also to Dennis, otherwise known as Denebro. Hello, everyone. This is Coffee Chug. Okay, welcome to another edition of Living on the Edge of Chaos, the podcast series here ran by Coffee Chug. Uh, today, we have the start of something really special where we're going to be bringing in a variety of different students. We've seen students jump in on some Google Hangout uh, panel chats, talking education on the EdPlay network. Um, but now we want to bring people in, um, in particular students, into the podcast to talk a little bit about the things that they're doing that sometimes we don't always get a chance to see and celebrate within uh, the confines of a regular school day. Um, so I have with me um, a, a student of mine that I've had the luxury of working with for five years, actually, um, and before he moves on to the high school um, to do amazing things with his entrepreneurial skills, um, I wanted to capture his voice and thoughts here a little bit. So, um, Dennis, why don't you let everybody know who you are and kind of what you do? Hi, I'm Dennis Davis. I'm in eighth grade at the Bettendorf Middle School. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I post music that I make, and yeah, I like to experiment with things like that. So, Awesome. So I came across Dennis's YouTube channel, actually not because it's something that he shares openly here at the school, um, but through... Um, just conversations and Dennis has actually created the intro to this podcast series as well as the intro um, to two more podcasts, things that we have coming up in, in, in development here. Um, so Dennis, why don't you talk a little bit about as you make your music, um, what kind of motivates you to make the music and then maybe talk a l little bit about the process of how you get those I don't know if it's ideas or the sounds from your brain into the computer to uh, out to the YouTube channel. Okay, so one, I'm sitting in my room and I want to make a new song from scratch. 
what I usually do is come up with a basic beats, which would usually be just some kick drums, a snare, and a hi-hat. Um, so yeah, after that, I usually come up with a melody, and sometimes I get my melodies from listening to other music. Like, for one thing, one of my inspirations is the artist Dead Mouse. He's an electronic music composer. So, once I have all that, it's usually repetition, meaning that you have certain parts of the song, such as the intro, the first verse, the hook, the bridge, stuff like that. So, yeah, after I have the melody, I usually come up with a bass line, and most songs usually use the same bass line. For instance, most pop songs on the radio, that's one of the biggest things. And after I do that, it takes just a little time to get everything mastered, which would be having all the sounds have clarity, the kick drum not too overpowering. Um, so, yeah. Usually what motivates me to make more music is... Sometimes whenever I go to my friend's house and I'm working on a project with them, I say, hey, I made this song, just tell me how you like it. Usually I get positive feedback, and I kind of like that, so it just motivates me to make more music. Yes, I think you you bring up a really great point of having that kind of that authentic audience where there's something that you're making, uh, you're gaining feedback, um, and in particular with YouTube, through comments and likes and all that good stuff, is I think the power in that, I think for students, and something in the classroom that we need to work on is, you know, those people don't have to like your music. They don't have to leave comments. And so it's not some forced feedback, which I think oftentimes happens in school. We say, you must leave a comment. You must do this. Um, and I think there's something really gratifying in that aspect where people you don't know or people you do know are leaving you that feedback. And I think that's, that's something that you touch on that I think is uh, – a great reminder um, for educators. But you've been doing this music now. For how long have you been sampling with the music piece? Well, I've been doing it with two years with a program called FL Studio. Uh, last year, I made just basic tunes with the presets that I had. Um, right now, like currently as of this point, uh, I do sound design, creating my own sounds and sampling other instruments from other songs so and so what has been um maybe it's one thing or it could be a couple have you done this now for two years what are, what are some of the key things that you've learned over time in order to compose higher quality music well it usually you have to have the minds of another person as to if they'll like the music or not because if you're just making something you'll probably like it whether it's bad or not like for instance i said i go over to my friends and ask them how they like it not all the time do they give me positive feedback sometimes they ask me to change something and i do that uh so yeah you got to take the mind of the listener and change the things that people might not like and just adjust it so do you ever look back at some of your beginning songs or original songs and cringe or do you still 
really like those. I mean, as you've you've got several songs now on on your YouTube channel. Actually, you have more than one YouTube channel, but um, or do you look at that as just part of the journey? I like to look back at my older songs as just the beginnings, and I knew that I didn't know that much about making music, but. I actually kind of like those, not the songs themselves, but the melodies in them, as right now I have two YouTube channels, one where I upload my songs, the other where I don't. The new one, I'm remaking some of my old songs because I like the melodies. So I guess that's kind of building off from the bottom and just, yeah, building up. Perfect. So... In the show notes of this of this podcast, we're definitely going to link to your YouTube channel. Um, and so, if someone were to listen to your music for the first time, do you have a, a a song that you would recommend that they start with, or does it not really matter to you? Do you have one that's your 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 banger or your favorite or what? You know, that's probably a little nerdy for a teacher to say the banger, but uh, what's the one that you would tell them to go, to go with? Spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous combustion. So. There we have it. So when we check out the link to his channel here, um, and we'll put the the link in the show notes, that's going to be the one that, to work with. So I, I think maybe the, the kind of last final thought here would be, um, so as you've been doing this for two years, um, and obviously it's an ongoing journey and process, what would be some advice or ideas for someone either looking to get into music or just exploring something that they're interested in doing? What would be um, some tips that you would you would offer to somebody um, that might be interested in trying something out? Always have sources of inspiration unless you really know how to create just music out of the blue. Um, Because, yeah, I use inspiration whenever I make my music. Um, If you're going to start making music, just keep trying because, once again, I've only been doing this for two years and some people have been doing it for, like, ten years. Um, and, yeah, I guess that's basically it. Awesome. And maybe the last thing I thought of just as you were talking there, um, through all your feedback on music, what's been your maybe your your coolest comment or someone that's reached out to you? Do you have any cool stories of anybody that's, that's kind of connected with you through your youtube channel and your music at all yeah i actually met another artist his name is lone moon um it was through one of my older songs he said he liked it and he wanted to remix it and i actually did a collaboration with him so that was pretty cool oh that's awesome uh well dennis i thank you very much for taking time to to come in here and uh chat with me a little bit and i encourage everyone to jump on his channel um, check out his music, leave him some feedback, and uh, hopefully his story and his journey has inspired you. And if you have further questions for him, be sure to uh, connect with him on the YouTube channel, which I will once again post in the, in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Mr. Murray.